0: And welcome to the latest episode of the Tractor Girls Talk podcast. My name is Katie Sandals. I'm the women's football columnist for the East Anglian Daily Times and Ipswich Star. I'm joined, as always, by photographer supremo Ross Halls. How are you doing, Ross?
1: Very well. You always change the word up, don't you, every episode? But uh, I like to
0: mix it up. I like to yeah, mix it up. I like
1: it. I like it. Um, <laughs> ha- how you doing? I've been to Burton, Cheltenham and Hounslow the last few days. So um, as you can see in my eyes, I'm very tired. But um, how are you getting on?
0: Such exotic locations, Ross.
1: Yeah, yeah, I probably <laughs> probably wouldn't pick them to go on holiday. No offense to Burton, Cheltenham, house like, Hounslow, but I uh, <laughs> don't think you go there as a little trip, do you? Let no, me Cheltenham. Cheltenham's nice, actually. Ch-
0: Cheltenham it's uh near some my some of my family live near there very nice place to go very expensive to live though so go yeah. visit but don't don't try and get a house there uh, but I'm good I'm good I've, I've spent most of my time in less than sunny Ipswich so uh hoping for a bit more sun before the summer's out and because yeah. we are racing towards September very very quickly but um yeah speaking of sort of kicking off and stuff uh, it's been it's been kickoff. We've we've had a league game for Ipswich Town Women uh, just last weekend. First game of the season. Of course, it was away to Hounslow, uh, and so we're going to spend a lot of today's podcast talking about how that went. Uh, I mean, it's crazy. We've had such a long time without a league game, and now and now it's here. It started. It's real, Ross.
1: Yeah, I feel like preseason dragged, and as you said, we haven't had a league game since was it October twenty twenty mm-hmm. something like that, and it's just it is just mad how how long it's been. But um, yeah, when the day finally arrived, um, I think everyone was excited, and uh, the players just couldn't get ready, you know, to get on that pitch and play a competitive game for the first time in ages.
0: So yeah, that's going to be our hot topic for today. How did that first game of the season go? And uh, looking ahead to the next couple of games as well. Uh, So let's start at the top, the scoreline. It was 6-0 to switch town. It absolutely ran Hounslow into the ground. Ross, a comprehensive victory if ever there was one.
1: Yeah, what a way to start, you know, that's uh, making a big statement for the league, you know, to score six goals, Um, you know, we're used to seeing this side score goals, but um, that's a a great way to start here. Free football, you know, get up and running with a win, but then score six, get a clean sheet and some very impressive performances from the girls and yeah, that's what you want to do when you start a season, you always want to start with a win, I feel, you know, you want to start with that momentum and uh, they've done that very much so.
0: Absolutely, Now, like you said, we are used to seeing these big score lines. Uh, the uh, famous Norwich ten nil uh, victory comes to mind. Uh, on the back of that ten nil loss against Manchester City, uh, which seems eons ago, but it's not. Um, but yeah, I think I think it was important for Town, as the newbies to the league, uh, remember after the promotion, to sort of say, "This is us. This is what we do, and this is what we're going to do in your league."
1: Yeah, and of course. You know, Hounslow, their opposition, we were probably we were going to be favourites going into this game and it proved it, you know, went, went, you know scoring six goals. But um, I don't think we're going to ever think we're going to run away with it too much. But, uh, you know, we had to wait for the first goal. I think maybe nine, ten minutes into the game. and Some people go that he's very quick, but still nine minutes to, to find that first goal. And, you know, Manny Biggs was the, the player to score it. Uh, good finish from her, good um, assist from Blue Wilson. And, of course, we'll go on to other goals and other key moments in the games. But um, I thought that was a good start to the game. And um, yeah, it was good to see many bigs on the score, score sheet as well.
0: Absolutely. And just sort of a bit of context, of course. Um, Hounslow, um, they are stalwarts of the league. They are not the highest-ranking team in the league by any shout. So, I mean... You know, we'll talk. We'll we'll talk so much about how fantastic the girls were in this first game, but just take. You know, it's important for fans to realise Hansley were the bottom of the league last season. You know, they didn't play all the games uh, they could have done, but they had an over forty <laughs> below goal difference in the end of the season. So this should have been a, te- uh, a team that Town were looking to beat and beat well.
1: Definitely, and I, I want to sort of. You know, sort of paint you a picture of the the journey paint to the it, game, of course. Paint it. Yeah. Um, so, of course, Kieran Stanley, the media officer, picked me up at mine. Uh, took mm-hmm. us to the training ground, Playford Road, Lichfield Town training ground, and we got on a coach. Of course, where all the players were on as well. We had our stuff off points in in Colchester and in Brentwood. Um, we got to the game. Hounslow, of course, they play in a um, a non-league ground. I think it's Hansworth Villa Football Club. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a standard non-league ground. It's not. You know, fantastic, but uh, it's not... I've, I've been to worse. Uh, nice little clubhouse. Um, you know, pitch was all right. A little bit bobbly, but it did the job. And um, I think the, the players were just so, as I said, they were just so happy to finally be in a competitive game. Um, all looking good in their track suits, all looking good in their kits. Um, as we've, you know, already said that the kit does look great this year. It Definitely does. now with the same sponsor as the men, um, with the, you know, and sponsorship and stuff um, and his tour. Um, And, yeah, it was just the weather was all right. You know, me always like to talk about the weather. I always fear about (laughs) rain stuff. Um, And you think in the summer it should be all sun and, you know, all sunshine and a bit hot. But um, it was um, a good weather for football. It wasn't too hot. It wasn't too, you know, it didn't rain. It it was just a good, fine weather. But that is enough from me. That's my painting my picture (laughs) when we got to the game. But, yeah.
0: So let's talk about those goals then, Ross. Uh, so, like you said, it was Maddie Biggs that kicked off the scoring for the Tractor Girls this season. Uh, she was followed with a debut goal uh, for Bonnie Forward. Um That was a pretty good goal, and she did come very close to putting a, a second one into the net as well. Um, a great start for her this season, Ross.
1: Yeah, I think for any player, you want to get that that debut goal, don't you? I think that would be on my mind if I was playing for a club for the first time. Oh, I want to straight away get off the mark and uh, I think you know she may have a few of those in her locker to score a few goals and that's what you want the whole team to score. You don't always want to just rely on Natasha Thomas, Maddie Biggs and the winger. Sometimes you want to hopefully see goals like Bonnie, hopefully Blue Wilson will score a few and just to... Sit on them nerves a little bit. But um, yeah, fantastic performance from Bonnie. I was impressed by her in pre-season. Um, she knows this level. She knows the level above as well. Um, so yeah, great start for her. And I'm sure she's pleased that she got a goal. She was very much with her celebration. She was just like a standard, yep, scored a goal. She didn't go <laughs> mad. But, um, but no, good start for her. And if you
0: want to listen to a bit more of us discussing uh, Bonnie and uh, Sarah Quantrill, the uh, other new signing for town uh, in their little double signing the other week, uh, listen to last week's podcast because uh, we go into depth about those two. Um, so, yep, so second second goal was Bonnie Horwoods Then there was a penalty for Paige Peak, um, who just solid knocked it back. Easy as anything, really.
1: Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen her miss a penalty. Um, I think I've only ever seen her miss a penalty in a behind-closed-door, like, um, how in-house game where, you know, yeah. there was the academy versus the first team and she missed in a penalty shootout. I think it was. I, I may be wrong there, but I think that's the only time I've ever seen She'll her miss a penalty. She'll correct you if
0: you were. She yeah, sorry,
1: sorry Paige, if not. But yeah, fantastic penalty. And it was at that stage where you think, surely you're going to let Tash take this to get our 100th goal. Of course, she goes on. You know, we'll go on to that in a second. But you, a lot of people, are, I remember Blue Wilson going over to Tash and sort of go, "You know, you're going to take it. You're going to take it." But I think Paige Peak is the is the player to take the penalties, and she uh, does what she does, smash it into the into the net to score. So yeah.
0: So you said Tash there. Let's talk about Tash. Tash Thomas, absolute legend at of Switchtown. She got her 100th goal for the club this weekend, and man, was she over the moon with that, Ross. <laughs>
1: Yeah, thankfully, she did what she said she was going to do and celebrate in front of me. Uh, got a nice little silly <laughs> silly pick. That's what photographers like, is uh, a nice little celebration, arms in front. And um, you know what? It wasn't the prettiest of goals, uh, but it is historic. It's
0: incredibly messy as yeah. goals go. If you haven't seen how messy that goal is, then do check out um, the Ipswich Town Women's uh, Twitter page. There's some, uh, you can check out all the goals from the game. Yeah that was the big mistake from the Hounslow keeper there, but but Tash was there, you know, in football you've got to take every chance, and she absolutely did with that, uh, and yeah, result is 100 goals.
1: Yeah, and as you know, I'll give a trademark to Kieran, like, it, you know, it's, it, it's not the most beautiful strike or anything like that, it's not one of those goals you think, wow, um, but it's a historic goal, 100th goal for the football club, you know, that's into the hundred club, you always hear that, and you know for her to do that in I think 120 games, 100 goals, in 120 games. Of course, she goes on to score another, so I don't, has 101 now. But um, I'm sure she was over the moon. I'm sure she wasn't going to go crazy like doing knee slides and you know shirt off and stuff. <laughs> uh, of course, women's football, I don't think they'll be taking their shirts off. But um, you know she didn't go crazy, but she did a nice little celebration just for me, I think, just to get that on camera and um just historic moment and as you said legend you know you sometimes i hate the word chucking out people chuck the legend word out a lot now but for the women's team to do that at one club to score 100 goals some of those goals may be against you know not the greatest opposition but at the end of the day you still got to put it in the net and um she's a fantastic player for us and i'm pleased she's finally got it definitely on opening day her first season in tier three as well to score that goal is fantastic
0: She is such a hard worker. She is constantly looking for for the back of the net week in, week out. She's there Uh, and, you know, an absolute inspiration, I think, to some of the younger girls at the club um, because she is one of the more experienced players these days. Um, But yeah, it's so fantastic for her to do that. And obviously, like you said, she, she couldn't just settle for one goal this game. And I think her second was even better. A fantastic header that she just threw herself into in sort of trademarked Tash way.
1: And well, you got to give more credit of course to Maria Boswell. What an Mm. absolute quality cross. Bend it low Boswell. Once again, trademarked (laughs) her in Stanley. Um, But that was an absolute fantastic cross. And I'm a big fan of Maria Boswell. She's had of injury problems, but it's mm. good that she was able to start the season. Got an assist. I think she got two assists in this game, actually. Um, and yeah, fantastic. And Tash was there to to leap up, header. She maybe wished that was her hundredth goal, maybe. But I would if was I was this. her. I have to say. But yeah, but well, <laughs> that's good that she got two goals. And what a way to start the season! Her first season in Tier Three, um, and get two goals off the mark. I'm sure she is buzzing about that.
0: But of course the Final goal that we're going to talk about today uh, was possibly the best of all of them, Ross. What are they feeding Lucy, Lucy O'Brien <laughs> with that final goal? And um, my goodness, I, I, I've had so I, I, you know, I've seen the playback. I don't think that does it justice, Ross, does it?
1: No, see it in person. You have to watch it in person. And this girl has got talent. You know, even before this girl, you you know, the games you've seen her play. And in just in training, she's just unbelievable. Um, she's you know, such a young age and she's just ripping up um this league already. And that was one hell of a goal. Well, I have to admit I missed the beginning of it because I was looking down. <laughs> I always do this. I don't know why I do it. I should just look at the action, but I'm looking down, <laughs> looking through, you know, pictures and I just look up and Lucy O'Brien's like in front of me I was like I was like you know and then when she scored I didn't really react that much because I just you know I was trying to get the celebration pick but I didn't know how good it was until I Joe came over to me and like because I was very close to the dugout and he came over to me and said what a goal Roscoe what a goal and I was like I was like yeah
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I when, the boss, actually... when boss says yes, you you nod and agree. Yeah.
1: yeah, of course. When I watched it back, I went, "Oh my god, what a goal!" But I just I was stupid enough to look down, and when I looked up, she was in front of me. And then when she scored, I thought, "Oh, like great little finish there," but I didn't see the beginning of it. And that she'd yeah, taken it across goal.
0: half the pitch, hadn't she? By yeah. that by the time she would got to you, just just incredible, and just sort of topping off at an a fantastic start to the season for the whole club.
1: Yeah. And with Lucy as well, she's not the flashiest of the player either. So I think when mm-hmm. she scored it, she was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah cool. Just doing yeah, what Lucy O'Brien does, you know. <laughs> she didn't like go crazy or anything like that. But when, when you are six and up, of course, you won't go too crazy because you want to be a bit, you want to keep that sportsmanship, don't you? But yeah, um, absolutely. What a goal and um, what, yeah, what a way to round off the game, you know, three points, six goals. Um, good, a big shout out to the fans as well who travelled. They brought their flags. Um, and I'm just I'm just sure they're happy to be back in the grounds as well, watching the team, watching the girls in action, and uh, just, uh, I think, 0-1, every player I was happy with, like Liv, Liv Smith making her debut. Um, she was very assured at the back. Um, at one stage, though, I have to admit, we made five substitutions. Apparently, that is now a rule in the league. We can make our five substitutions, but when yeah. we made our fourth, I was like, is that loud? Like, I like, yeah, yeah, I think
0: the substitution rules have have
1: I've changed somewhat a uh, uh, bit owing oh,
0: to covid based situations and that kind of thing um but yeah yeah made absolute full use of that um you know it's it's available why not do it and i know you, you changed, said, the,
1: goalkeeper. <laughs> you changed <laughs> the, the goalkeeper yeah leone jackson came on for for sarah of course making a debut getting a clean sheet does leone get a clean sheet as well or does it i don't think it counts that way well. i think the person who starts gets it Mm. So. I
0: mean, what did you make of Sarah in that sort of first competitive game for her? Obviously, we saw her in preseason. She looked like a pretty safe pair of hands to me. I know at Hounslow only got one uh, goal, uh, one sort of shot on target, not a goal, obviously, but one shot on target. I mean, not a lot for her to do, perhaps.
1: No, I don't know if it was in the highlights or not. I think it is, but there she there was a scare at one stage at the back. I forgot which player passed it um a bit softly and Sarah had to like come out and the actually the player ran round her. I don't know how the player didn't score from an empty net. I think just good defending from town to recover the ball. Mm. But uh, that was the one scare. But pretty much she was just vocal as ever, um doing what she does best. You know, when she gets the ball, she plays out for the back and I thought, you know, she did what she had to do, but she didn't really had to make many saves really. But um, I'm sure going on to this Sunday, she will be in action a bit more, but um, I'm sure we're very much in safe hands with Sarah.
0: So, yeah, those six goals put town top of the table on goal difference. Um, you know, great way. Let's stop, the, let's stop the season now. We're at the top of the table. Stop the season now. Um, but, um, yeah, what a way to enter a new league and uh, show what you're made of. But, yeah. Um, You said it there. It's going to be a very different game this weekend. Now, when we when we spoke to you last, the game was going to be against Keensham, um, another sort of another team that's perhaps not the strongest in that league. Um, But it's a very different case uh, this weekend. The game has been changed. So those of you that don't know, it's it's against Crawley. Uh, This is the first game back at the Gold Star, and it will be against Crawley Wasps. Now. Many of these teams in uh, in the league this season are not teams that Towns faced before. Unfortunately, Crawley uh, are a team that Towns know quite well, and uh, not for the right reasons, Ross.
1: Yeah. Uh, thankfully, I didn't witness the 8-0 defeat. We had them in the Cup. Um, but I was there when we lost on the opening day of the 2019-20 season. We lost 5-1. Um, it wasn't a day to remember. And that I remember that day, we we signed a player from Tottenham. Uh, her name was Tony Wayne-Anne. And she actually signed as a forward, but she was a goalkeeper at Tottenham. But I think at the time, we didn't actually have a goalkeeper who was available that day. So she had to go in goal. And uh, yeah, we lost 5-1. And then the Reverse fixture at home. Um, last time out, we lost 2-1. They came from behind to beat us. So our results against them isn't great, but we are very much a different side and we're now both in Tier 3. So this should be a nice, feisty game.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like you said, it's going to be a tougher game uh, for the likes of Sarah Quantrill in goal. It's going to be, it's going to be more competitive. Um, I think, you know, uh, to, to sort of fairly decently matched sides. Uh, obviously Crawley with a little bit more league experience. They finished, uh, I think it's fifth in um, the uh, Southern Premier last uh, last season in that curtailed season. So it'd be interesting to see kind of what Crawley uh, town face this time. Are they very similar in skill? You know, obviously, like you say, it's, it's a very different town side. Um, but it's a bigger challenge, and I think you know the players are obviously aware of that, and I think fans should be aware of that. That is going to be it, 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 this is the first sort of game where we'll see perhaps uh, a better vision of how Town are going to fare this season.
1: Yeah, definitely. As you know, it's been more competitive. Hopefully, I'm not saying Hounslow wasn't a competitive game. You know, the girls still had to work hard and find mm-hmm. them chances and score those goals. But um, you know, this is probably the perfect sort of season opener in the league at home. For, for the girls and, you know, the fans will see hopefully a really good game. Um, I'm going to steal your thunder here and uh, talk for. about their their opening day win. Crawley won 3-0 against Cardiff at home. So they've they started the season off good. Um, and, yeah, we see it'll be interesting what Joe will do with the team. Um, mm. And, yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's going to be a good, good amount of crowd going down to, to the Gold Star in Felixstowe. Head to the seafront before the game if you want or after the game. Hopefully the weather will be nice. Have an ice <laughs> cream, have a burger. Enjoy it.
0: Talking of food, Ross, before we go any further, I realise that we haven't asked you what your best food, uh, what food was on offer. It's our new segment where uh, Ross travels the country and tells us what is the best food to eat at uh, various grounds. Now, uh, Hounslow, uh, obviously the first game of the season away, what were you eating, Ross?
1: Well, um, I think we should call this said Sedman. Um, rate the food at the ground, or Something. We'll, we'll think of a better name. But um, Rate the,
0: gro- the so this is Rate the food at the ground, or something with Ross.
1: Yeah, uh, pretty much. Uh, <laughs> work, work, uh, uh, title <laughs> we're work in progress. Uh, so before the game, uh, there wasn't much. I don't think there was like hot food on offer, but there was mm. crisps and chocolate. Um, and I was stupid. And I didn't bring a water bottle with me, so I had to buy water. Um, so I got a water. Bought myself Rucking a Mars steak. bar. Mm-hmm. Um, get me some sugar rush. Got me a Mars <laughs> bar. I also bought Kieran a Twix. Uh, so fa- you know, you're welcome, Kieran. Um, and then yeah, after the game, of course, luckily <laughs> because I'm part of the staff, uh, we mm. get food after the game. And what was on offer was pizza, um, probably from a local pizza place somewhere. Okay, um, pretty decent, pretty decent. Of course, when I re- arrived into the, because of course the players need to eat first. You know, I can't just rock up and just eats you know most of it before <laughs> them i have to let them eat
0: that could that I, could easily happen couldn't it ross yeah
1: so i turned up and i was like oh pizza i'll make some pizza so i had a margarita pizza because that was the only one left And uh, then i had a vegetarian one but then mm. i saw the sweet corn and i was just not happy but i already <laughs> was eating half of it already <laughs> so uh i had to just you know just eat the rest of it because um, i don't know, sweet sweet corn upsets my stomach a little bit because of um yeah but anyway we won't get into that um but yeah we're learning so much today <laughs> Pretty much. But uh, yeah, you know, it was a run the mill pizza. Wasn't, you know, the worst of that. It wasn't too greasy. It was just, yeah, did the job. I don't know if that's probably the best food for Plara. I'd like
0: you to, to rate that out of uh, 10,
1: please. Oh, 10. You know, it wasn't a Domino. I think it was just must must be like a local pizza place somewhere because it wasn't like homemade pizza. I think if it was homemade, then it will be mm. well done, Hounslow and stuff. But um, I think it was just a, a local pizza place. I'll probably give it probably a six because i think okay, it isn't totally probably generous. the right the right food for a player who just played 90 minutes i think you you need maybe more carbs don't you, you need more like pasta or a, uh i don't know some chicken for protein or whatever but pizza i don't know maybe the snc coaches and all that they probably weren't probably very best pleased but unfortunately <laughs> that's the best you can do you just do it don't you
0: so there you go. Uh, rate the food or something. Working title. Ross gives uh, Hounslow Pizza a 6 out of 10. Uh, the next place you'll be rating food, well, you know, we've spoken about the Gold Star before, but you'll be heading off. Uh, it's a Tuesday night fixture now. Another change for town. They It was scheduled to be played Wednesday. It's now scheduled to be played Tuesday. Another away game, this time against Gillingham.
1: Yep, good old Kent. Um, been to Gillingham many times for the men's side. Um, but yeah, Gillingham should be an interesting fixture. Uh, Eight o'clock kickoff, off uh, so a late one. Uh, the men, actually lucky. This fixture's actually helped out in a way because the men don't have a game that Tuesday because normally it is Saturday, Tuesday for the men, but luckily mm-hmm. they haven't got a game. Um so, yeah, it's, I know fans are a little bit annoyed because there probably was already sorted Wednesday out, but um, it got moved to Tuesday. But then it gives an opportunity just to get right back into it, you know, finish the game in. against Crawley, straight in there. And then luckily we're at home on the on the Sunday against Cardiff. or we'll, of course, get into that next week probably anyway. But, uh, you know, Gilliam, yeah, they lost their opening game, I think. Uh, let me get the result up quickly. They lost 2-0 against Oxford. So um, we'll, we'll find out how they get on this Sunday, but... Uh, yeah, two games very quick.
0: Yeah, very quick succession. Of course, Gillingham uh, finished tenth in the in the league last season, just a couple of places above Hounslow. So, it'll be interesting to kind of see um, what that, how the sort of uh, how it's all sort of spread out across the league, how these teams sort of match up against each other. Because, like we say, it's it's still a learn. It's a massive learning curve for town this season. They're not up against these teams that they're so used to playing um, as they had been previously.
1: Yeah, and as we said before, I keep saying it's an episode. So much travel, so much travel. Um, you
0: love uh, it, really, Ross. Yeah. You love it.
1: Yeah, I love. I love it when it's uh, an away game. If i had the home game for the men, but uh, if it's the same away game, that's when it will, uh, I think, do me in a little bit. But uh, luckily, this weekend, it's we're both at home, so it's sort of nice, you know. Just to it, Twitch and Felixstowe. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to have a nice chill weekend. Of course, still be busy covering the games, but uh, at least there's no travel involved only to Felixstowe.
0: <laughs> Excellent. So uh, one other bit of news to bring you then before we finish up for today. Uh, there was one new fixture announcement. This is for the uh, FA Women's National League Cup town. Uh, it's been announced we'll be playing London Bees uh, in their first round of the Cup. Um, of course, that's uh, that's quite an interesting game. I think, Ross, first time for them to uh, be up against Bees this season. Um, they obviously have them in the league, but uh, also they have quite a few of their players from last season. So it would be interesting to kind of see how they match up against their former side.
1: And thankfully, it's at home. That's the big one as well. I don't, <laughs> who, I don't care who it is, but it's at home. Thankfully, we ain't got to go to London Bees. We'll have to play London Bees, of course, in the league. at their Absolutely. place. But um, but no, yeah. The hive. The hive, yeah. The hive. And I think the first couple of rounds are um, regional, I think, uh, which I've seen. I think the fixture I've seen, I think it is regional. But then when it gets, I think we're going to maybe, this is a competition we would like to win because it's the third and fourth tiers, isn't it? Um, mm. who, who play this. So there's a potential for us to go on and try to win it. Um, and when we get to the maybe later rounds, we could be heading to like Middlesbrough or Newcastle or something like that whoever is in the other league, um, the northern section of the the Premier Division. So, uh, yeah. But um, as you said, we know London Bees very well because we've got a lot of their players. And um, I think it will be, basically, that will be the first time we face them before the league game. So, um, a nice little test to see how they are getting on.
0: Absolutely. So, of course, uh, Sarah Quantrill, Bunny, Ho- uh, Bunny Horwood and... Um, Liz, uh, Liv Smith, also a London Bees player, so uh, yeah, it would be interesting to see that one, uh, but that's coming up in a few weeks' time um, obviously um, very preliminary rounds of the FA Cup were drawn the other day, but Town won't join that for a few rounds yet, so we'll let you know uh, when we get those later fixtures for Town in the FA Cup but uh, like I say, it's very extra preliminary at the moment, and Town won't join uh, for quite a few rounds yet but we'll let you know when we know
1: yeah. And, busy, you know, should, we, should we plug the I'll get it up now should we plug you know the info if you're listening for the first time and you've never been to a women's game and if you fancy going this weekend it's the season opener at the Gold Star Grounds um, it's free to season ticket holders so if you're a season ticket holder go why not go um, yeah. you know entry you know is £5 for adults £3 for concessions there'll be a programme which was designed and edited by yours truly just saying um, so, um, if you want a program, get get one. Um, but yeah, it should be a really good day at the Gold Star. So enjoy.
0: And what is that kickoff time Ross?
1: It is your standard two p.m. on a Sunday for women's games. So um, yeah, get down early, get a burger or something. Because as I said, the clubhouse is very nice there, and um, enjoy yourself.
0: And if you are heading down uh, for the first time this weekend, tweet us a picture. We'd love to see it. We would. And uh, say hello to Ross. I'm working this weekend, sadly. But uh, Ross will be down there. So if you see him, uh, I know some of the fans at the men's games like to take sneaky pictures of you to show you're actually doing your job, which
1: is nice. Well, I'm eating food normally when I get (laughs) to taken on me. Yeah.
0: But uh, yeah, you can catch up uh, with us uh, as always uh, on our Twitters. I'm at Katie Sandals with a Y and a double L in the sandals because, you know, life. And uh, Ross, your handle as always is?
1: Rossmilluk, UK or, of course, Kings of Anglia on Twitter.
0: Absolutely. Um, but yeah, it's a busy one, lots of fixtures coming up, but it's been great to chat uh, through them with you as per usual, Ross. And we'll be back again soon. From true crime to football, Brexit to football. For more great podcasts from Archon, head to audioboom.com slash channel slash Archon.